Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode and happy Wednesday. I have some really exciting news today because I can finally share with you all what my secret project is. I have talked about it on the podcast before, so I'm really excited to announce that I'm coming out with my own app. I am so happy to be able to have one place where I can have all of my training programs. I can have weekly workouts for you because I know some people are really into programs. Others just kind of want some workouts to help them along. So I've got both of those options as well as recipes. All of the recipes on here, on my Instagram, on YouTube, wherever. If you want a recipe added into the app, let me know and I will work on getting that uploaded. It is going to be so fun to be able to have everything all in one place, super organized. Right now, you can get more information and even sign up to be notified for when that app is officially live. So I will have that link down in the description box. Also, if you sign up now, you can be a part of the promo where you get your first month for a dollar. I'm doing a huge Q&A over on my Instagram. You can go ahead and look at the highlight. It'll probably say my app. So go ahead, tap that, and you can go through and learn a lot more. I can also talk more about this on the podcast when it's actually live, but I just couldn't wait to share the news because I'm so stoked about this. Now, hopping into today's episode, a little while back on my Instagram stories, I was like, hey guys, I think it's time to have a little gym girl chat. Let's talk about some things, going to the gym as a girl, some issues we face, other things just around this. I thought this would be a really fun chit chat episode. So I pulled my girl, Hebe from the UK to be on this episode. We go through a bunch of your write-ins, your emails, your DMs that you sent, And so it's going to be a really fun episode to dive into some of these issues that we face as females in the gym. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Hebe to the podcast. She is from the UK. She's a personal trainer. She's been training for five years. Her and her boyfriend have opened up their own gym. So I am excited to dive into that, ask about how that whole process was, and then we'll get into the gym girl chat portion of this episode. So let's welcome Hebe to the podcast. What's up, you guys? Today, we're welcoming Hebe to the podcast. Say hello. Hi, everyone. (laughs) I am so excited. Hebe, where where are we chatting from? Where are you coming from? So I live near Oxford in the UK, so very, very far away from you right now. 
I know. We were like trying to schedule this. I'm like, are we five hours apart? And yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's 6 p.m. right here, right now. And that's you're so what, midday? One yeah. o'clock? Yep. Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> so fun. Before we started recording, you guys, we were talking about vacations because mm-hmm. it is cold in both places where we live. Yeah. And oh, I'm so jealous of your vacation. Are you are you comfortable sharing where you're going? Yeah, yeah. You'll probably 100%. have already gone by then. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going I'm going to Cape Verde, which is an island. I think it's I'm not sure if it's Portuguese owned, but it's just off of the coast of Africa. So it's guaranteed nice setup all the time. And I'm just so excited to get on that beach. I can't wait. I'm so excited for you. We, <laughs> we booked two trips. We booked one to South Carolina and Charleston and then one in we're going to Disney World. I'm taking Jimmy <gasps> to Disney World. So that'll Yay! be fun. I know. <laughs> Has he been before? No. This will be his first time. Oh my god. He's gonna love it. I know. I'm so excited. I was like, forget it. It as you guys know, it's it's cold both places where we live. It's seriously, I have snow on the ground outside of you listening. I'm looking at my snow right now and (laughs) I'm like, that's it. I'm not I'm taking the entire month of May off and I'm out of Michigan. So I'm so happy. We both I feel you. Yeah. We're gonna get some (laughs) good vacation time. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, give everybody a little background on you. Okay, so I am Hebe Hyam. I have a fitness platform on, I suppose, I grew on Instagram initially. Um, I have some followers on TikTok as well. Um, and I am a fitness coach. And I was a fitness coach before I grew on socials as well. So that's what I've done probably for the last five years. Um, and yeah, I live just outside of Oxford, as I said, in the UK. Uh, and I've just recently opened a gym as well. Um, so I'm very, very busy at the moment. Very stressed. Um, but it's all, it's all, all, it will all be worth it. I know it. So yeah, I know I saw you post on your stories the other day. You were like, how am I supposed to keep up with five different platforms posting every single day? Plus your business, you know, you opened up a gym. So how, how do you do it? How are you doing it all? Honestly, I look at you and think, how are you doing it? I just, I don't know, I think having some kind of organization over things, but also at the same time, I don't know if you feel the same, but I quite often try to put things into place and actually find that normally going with the flow a little bit more actually works so much better so I've done this thing for like the last six months like I need structure I need structure my boyfriend is sick of the word structure because he's just like (laughs) Hebe there is no such thing as a structure for you like you want your day to be perfect but it never will be because your day is always so different um but I don't know I think honestly I think the best thing to do is just relax like take a breath and just let it come as it needs to if you don't post on something like one day it's not the end of the world and I didn't know that for such a long time I really really didn't realize that and now I've decided that's the way it has to be so yeah I 100% feel you this is something that I have been struggling with too of feeling like I need to always constantly be on there because it's kind of weird I you think about it like you get days off when you work a nine-to-five Mm-hmm. You get the weekends off guaranteed. And when you're off of work, for the most part, you don't have to worry about work. Whereas with this job, yeah. it is 24-7 and you fear missing even one day. So definitely taking a step back for me too. I've been focusing on that and trying to <laughs> breathe, honestly. Yeah. It's, it almost sounds pathetic, but I'm like, I need to just chill out, like go with the flow more. Exactly what you said. That's 100% I'm on the same wavelength of like, that's where I'm at of I just don't care anymore. Like I need to not put so much pressure on myself for everything to be perfect all the time. Let it be. 
and kind of take a step back so yeah and it's so funny as well because I feel like when you do that everything comes better like everything is better you're like everything because like what you were initially wanting then happens you're like oh I was stressing so much about it I know I stepped back and now it's worked I'm like (laughs) why is that always how it is we just need to trust the process more a hundred percent yeah I mean that's why that's why we're going on vacations right there yeah that is a hundred percent definitely Okay, so you started a gym. I want to hear mm-hmm. all about it because this is something that I would love to do. Way too scared to do it. So, yeah. Um. So we have both of both me and my boyfriend are personal trainers, and as I said, I was I've been one for five years. He's been one for eight years. So he's done it for a really really long time. He literally was like eighteen when he first started, um, and we always wanted to open our own space but really had no idea how to go about it how to even get the money behind us Mm -hmm. we were like how do we do this um and obviously initially before lockdown I literally had no followers on social media like before COVID and everything I literally had no followers and we always just dreamt of it and do you know what I just didn't even think it would ever come true I just was like oh like maybe one day um but as soon as we came out of lockdown and we had some followers and also we launched our online coaching we then had enough money to essentially reinvest and and it it was what it was either we bought a house or we opened a gym and we went for opening a gym um obviously it comes with so much stress like it is so stressful just initially the investment is so much more than you anticipate when you first start like scaling it you're like oh this will cost like this much and actually it costs five hundred thousand times as much um but it's no it's it's been really 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 fun and especially because my life is so social media screen I don't feel like I often see people just having that space that's still mine and that I can like converse with people and people can come and visit it's just so nice um but it's a hundred percent worth it I think you just have to remember that like it won't always it won't be exactly what you want it to be right at the beginning and that was something I had to remind myself of when we first opened it like I wanted it to be perfect like there yeah. um but I'm I'm being patient. I'm taking my time, and it's a really fun space. The people that that we have working there are amazing. We absolutely love them. So it makes that all a lot a lot more fun. So I love that you actually get to see people in person mm-hmm. because there's such a disconnect, especially with the with our jobs sometimes. So that's amazing. And do you get to train people in person as well as online then too? Um, so no, I used to, um, but just the online's just a little bit too busy. I don't have the time to kind of do both. That being said, me and my boyfriend earlier were saying, I was saying, oh, maybe I should come and teach like a few classes now and then. So I'm thinking maybe when I come back from my from my holiday, I might might go back into doing a couple of things. I just I find that I sometimes put too much pressure on myself otherwise. And and that's the thing. I don't like committing to it because I'm just scared that it will be a little bit too much. Um, But I do really miss that aspect of it because obviously that was my passion initially. Um, So maybe one day, but for the time being, not at the moment. Yeah. So how did you go about getting a gym in the first place? Did you have to like look for places to rent, places to Mm -hmm. lease? Like did you have to buy all of your equipment and yeah so we looked for like warehouse units to rent um and it was actually really hard I felt like there wasn't a lot coming around at the time and and as well I had absolutely no idea of how much they would cost so we were seeing the prices and I was thinking oh my god that is so expensive yeah um yeah I was like what on earth like that is so pricey um but then 
we managed to find a unit that was in really good nick um that also was a relatively good price um and in a pretty good location the only thing i would say is it's about 25 minutes from here so we do have to drive there and back every day but we are moving a little bit closer next month which is going to make it a lot lot easier um and then from there obviously we had to get all of the kit in we actually painted everything ourselves because just to save money oh wow um yeah we literally painted the whole and like the ceiling is like so big like we had to get scaffolding to like paint (laughs) right at the top yeah it's so high um and all of my boyfriends like all of Matt's friends all came in and helped which was really really good um Matt's family were amazing my my family are absolutely they can't do anything like that and Matt's family like Matt's mum is like crazy she's like she she could just do anything like you want a light put up like she can do it she's a bit like that um so yeah we all had the hands on deck um, and then with the equipment we part bought some of it and then we leased um some of the others like parts of it again pretty much just because we were running out of funds um and we were like okay how do we do this um and it was almost like do we open with half-hearted kit or do we open with the kit that we really want um so we did that but that doesn't mean that I don't want more kit every single month I'm like I need cables yeah (laughs) I'm like I need cables now (laughs) so that that's the next purchase I Matt agreed well I don't know why I agreed to letting Matt buy an air bike which is just the worst piece of kit (laughs) ever because I I wouldn't I would be seen dead on the air bike um but never mind that's in there for now so my (laughs) next my purchase is going to be cables next so yeah Oh, yeah. that is so fun. And I love that you have family support. I feel like that makes yeah. it so much easier that both of your families were supportive of that decision. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool that you were like, oh, do we buy a house or do we like make an investment on ourselves? That mm-hmm. is so cool. When I start a gym, I'm going to be like, help me. You know, I'm because yeah. I'm scared of all those same things. I'm scared of, you know, how much of, of an investment is this going to cost? And is it worth it? Are people even going to, you know? So I, yeah. I think that is so cool. You're such an example. And I was like, I totally want to talk about, you know, how you started your own <laughs> it gym is, and everything. It is really scary. And like, there are parts of it that are just amazing and parts of it that are super stressful. But at the same time, I feel like I have full, like undeniable belief that it will work. Like I know that I'll put the time and Matt put so much time into it. Like bless him, he's working there now. Like he puts so much effort into that part of the business. And I just know that one day it will pay off. If it's in five years, I don't care as long as it, as long as it pays off um, and we have fun in the process. So yeah. That is so cool. Props to you. What a, you're so cool. I love it. I do. (laughs) How did you initially get into fitness then? You said you've kind of been training for at least five years. Mm. Yeah, so I um, I went to dance college. So I oh, essentially cool. trained as a dancer, yeah. Um, and then I came out of it and I was just auditioning for like shows and things like that. And I just decided to do my PT alongside it. Matt was already PT at the time. And he was like, you should you should totally do it. And I was like, mm, not sure. Um, but I did it. And do you know what? I didn't go back to dancing. I just loved it so much. Yeah. Um, so I just got busy really quickly. I was enjoying having money for the first time. I could always come out of college. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, I loved helping people um, and all of that kind of stuff. And then it just kind of went from there. Um, and then my fitness journey, I suppose, obviously started from when I was really young um, because I danced literally the whole of my life. Uh, and then when I did stop dancing, I realized, OK, I need to keep this up. So that's why I started going to the gym. Um, and yeah, I suppose it's just part of your life now. So, yeah. Yeah. What type of dance did you do? 
So I uh, I was always like the ballet girl. I was always Aww. like the little the, the little ballet girl. Um, but my favorite type of dance, like I would have loved to be in like a Broadway show. I would have absolutely <sighs> like that would have been like my dream. Um, even though I was initially known as the ballet girl, yeah, I always loved that kind of stuff. I love American jazz as well, but we don't have that much around here at all. Um, but we did used to do American jazz classes, and they were they were literally the best. Um, but we just don't really do them around here. So yeah. This is so cool. I love learning so much about you. I'm like, I'm so intrigued. I'm so invested. I'm like invested in your life story right now. I feel like it's so funny because like you see people on social media and I suppose you, you think you know them and then you speak to them and you're like, oh my God, there's so much I just didn't even know. So, I know. Yeah. I had so many golden little nuggets. I love <laughs> um, Okay. So you did dance. You decided to become a personal trainer. Now you've been training. Do you have like a favorite workout a favorite exercise a favorite anything okay um I love training back I think Mm -hmm. back is it's got to be the best it really really is I think legs I used to love but I think I used to love it because I didn't push myself hard enough so I (laughs) just thought like like oh yeah I love this like I'm gonna get a big booty like yeah and then uh, yeah and then I realized how hard it actually was so no I love a back day I love a lap fall down without fail the best exercise (laughs) I do I do love a good back day I I just love the gym and you know it's I wanted to do I messaged you I wanted to do this episode kind of like a gym girls chat and now you have Mm -hmm. your own gym so it's not (laughs) the same as having like a public gym but if you can remember back in your brain to when you used to work in a public gym or even reading some of these stories I want to do like some some topics and then we'll hop into some actual stories but mm-hmm. no, I'm with you back day best day I love it has to be I'm so, I'm so lazy on a leg day like there's it's so much harder so I'm like mm. I know it's so hard do you know what I just every time I go for it I'm like oh not today not legs there's a, I feel like it's once in a blue moon that it feels like it's a good like it you know like I'm ready for it do you know what I mean I feel like I'm never ready I'm never I wake ready. up and I'm like oh it's legs no but regardless yeah. I'm still hitting those pvs and I'm still pushing in the gym so let's go exactly yeah. I exactly. love it okay I <laughs> I'm just I'm with you on that I absolutely hate it <laughs> Okay. One of the questions. So you actually are, I know you're newer with working with Gymshark, but one of the questions was how to start working with them. And (laughs) I, I I don't know. I'd love to just kind of open with that one because I know you. Yeah. Yeah. How did that work for you? Um, so I suppose when I first started growing my page, I mean, actually let's, let's rewind even years before that. So when I first started PTing or when I first was a, a trainer, I, love Gymshark who didn't yeah and I used to go to like their pop-up events and like I met like Whitney and I literally thought she was like a dream like I was like oh my god I I was probably like 19 years old and I just thought it was the most incredible thing ever um and I've just always absolutely loved them from there I spent so much money on them before that um (laughs) and then (laughs) then when my Instagram started growing I was like do you know what I had no other ambitions other than to just work with Gymshark because I thought that that is just what what life would be I was like oh they're influencers and and they just work with Gymshark um so I suppose I it, I think the the most important thing with it is it just came so naturally because I wore it anyway I had no other thing to wear I just always wore Gymshark um I posted relentlessly in their stuff um and tagged them all the time and probably within about 
eight or nine months. Um, by this point, I was what followers was I on? Probably about a hundred thousand um, on Instagram. Um, they reached out um, to do the Black Friday like sale event. Um, so they reached out, and I literally had heart palpitations. I thought I was going to yeah. die, and I wasn't even sure if it was real. And I was like. Sh- hang on is someone having me on here because I just can't even believe this is happening and I told my boyfriend and we both went home and was like ah! like yeah. literally so excited um so I worked with them on a couple of small activations um and I still um I now obviously work with them I'm not on like a long-term contract I'm still on small activations so I do three-month contracts um and they have rolled over um I mean it's been about 18 months now so every three months they just kind of keep getting extended which I'm obviously so grateful for um but I think like the most important thing with that was just it became it was natural it was it came natural to me and I I also do feel like I worked hard for it though I I felt like it was I was acting as if I was a Gymshark athlete I felt like that's what I was I was like I am a Gymshark athlete I will be a Gymshark athlete and that's what I just kept telling myself and I'm not a Gymshark athlete but one day I will yes. be a gym jerk athlete. <laughs> yes. Yes. Manifesting. So, yeah. Exactly. 100%. That's that's honestly how mine was too. It was, mm-hmm. they just reached out to do a, I wore them. I spent all my money on their clothes. I loved yeah. their clothes. <laughs> and what else was there to wear? Nothing. Exactly. Okay. And <laughs> eventually they reached out through email and they were like, hey, we'd like to work like a summer sale campaign with you. And then that turned into like a full-time sponsorship. So it's really fun it's amazing it's it's a dream you know it's something that you work hard for you have to put in the work and then yeah it was also natural though because we're already just wearing it so it's so easy to integrate it's not like a sponsorship where it's hard oh 100 percent. literally wearing it right now literally the easiest thing ever 100 percent. yeah so i think staying consistent and if it's a natural fit with a brand hopefully work hard enough and hopefully fingers crossed manifesting that for everybody yeah. out there manifesting that for you Thank and you. <laughs> yeah dreams dreams come true look at hebe they do they now, do now she has her own gym <laughs> what a dream <laughs> it is so cool. i know it is it is crazy when i look back at it i think wow you forget sometimes don't you i know you get it, it's so funny because i'm like man i remember when i would wake up like every day and just like hope and wish and i'm like now i have that it is something that you yeah. forget and it's something you have to mm. constantly like live in the moment and be present and realize even though, you know, we want to look for other goals in the future, still what we have right now, we should all just be so grateful for, I feel like. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Let's get into some girl chat. These are some frequently asked questions. I sent you over a couple okay. so you could be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's any of these, just let me know. Do a big X. We're not answering this one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to hop right in. Mm-hmm. Hopefully if boys are listening, you know, just know this is gym girl chat. Okay. This is issues that girls have in the gym. Advice. We're giving girls advice. So if you're a boy listening, just like know that there's going to be female things talked about. The first one is I got so many messages about camel toe. So like camel toe, what underwear to wear. I, well, first of all, are you an underwear wearer in the gym? I am. Me too. Yeah. I would say the best underwear is seamless thongs. I like to get Uh mine from Victoria's Secret. They're like, you can't even tell because they have no seams. They're right up Mm -hmm. against your body. And if you get neutral colors, it's almost impossible to see them through leggings. 100% they're just that like specific material aren't they I don't even know what material it is but it's just it's like skin like 
Yeah. You can't even you can't even feel them. They're so comfy on as well. No, I am a hundred percent a underwear wearer at the gym. And I I think the only way to go is to wear underwear because I think that yes. then stops the camel toe personally. Yes. Me too. That's how that's how I feel. It's like that layer of extra protection. Yeah, literally. I do think it is. And do you know what? I, I don't I'm too scared to even try without it. I, I'm <laughs> I'm not going to, I remember one girl that I used to gym with. She used to just put tissue down there. (laughs) Yeah, she'd be like, tissue works. And I was like, does it though? I'm not really sure. So I think just stick to your seamless Victoria's Secret thong. That's how I feel. And I know everybody's different. So try a couple things out. See what you like. I think a high majority, honestly, some people do go commando, but I feel like a high majority wear wear stuff. But if not, I don't know. Maybe that's a 50-50. We'll have to do a poll on the podcast and see I'm actually really curious to see what percentage does or doesn't in the gym okay next question is how Mm -hmm. this one's kind of silly well it's not silly but it's how to wash gym clothes I feel like I feel like that's like a common answer but you know when you're young like I'm thinking about like hey I'm like 19 maybe I didn't ever have to do my laundry I don't know how to I just wash them on cold and hang dry them all you what do you do literally exactly the same I put them on to be honest a lot of the time I put them on a quick wash I just literally shove them on <laughs> hang them do you know what? I need them quick I don't I, I don't have time I mean even though I've got so much stuff in my wardrobe you know when you have those couple of things that you always want to wear and you're like oh. yep like I've got a couple of sports bras that I just love like the, the bandeau like the oh um, yeah Gymshark bandeau sports bras oh my god they go missing all the time because they're just constantly in the wash I'm like yeah. where are they um so yeah I just put them on a really quick wash and hang them out to dry simple as that same okay can we talk about how do you pick your gym outfits because your gym outfits are always so cute I can't I'm like oh, she's so cute every every time I'm like tap tap like <laughs> um, so I don't know I think I feel like I'm quite I feel like I want to match things together but then recently I was like, okay, right, I'm going to try using some like colors that complement each other. And do you know what I did? I Googled it. I Googled, oh, I, yeah? serious, I swear down, <laughs> I Googled what colors go together. And then this like purple and green just went together and it is so freaking cute. It is literally adorable. Um, so yeah, I literally have just been searching up some like what colors, what colors complement each other. And yeah. serious, it works. I'm telling you. Color theory 101. That's what we need and, to do. The little color wheel and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And I also think you have to have cute hair. I don't care. You want to do your hair cute in the gym. Like that is one thing for me. I want my hair to look cute. I don't even care. I wear, I, I wear makeup in the gym as well. Like yeah. I, I, I want to look my best and, I, and I'm not... I'm not embarrassed to kind of say that. I think if you want to, if you want to wear makeup, I think you do. And if you don't, I think that's also perfectly fine. So... I, I totally agree. So what actually one of the questions was like hairstyles, how to do hair in the gym, because it honestly, it's something that's hard because it's like, okay, a high ponytail doesn't always look good. What are some of your go-to hairstyles then? So do you know what? It's funny because I do think, and I don't know why, a high pony looks good sometimes. Mm-hmm. What I feel like my face looks different on some days. Why is Same. that? <laughs> why, wait, why is that a what? thing? Some days, I, I swear I look so different. Like some days without <laughs> yeah. makeup, I'm like, oh, I look so good. And then other days I'll have a full face of makeup on. I'm like, I look hideous. What is wrong with me? Yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I do think a slick a slick back pony is nice. I do mm -hmm. think it is cute. Um, I just think like keeping the bits down at the front. I think that's important with every hairstyle. Yeah. I I can't do the whole like clip. I can't get the clip to work. My hair just falls out, mm -hmm. and I really, really, really want to get that to work. So I have actually the other day bought a really big clip. So I'm gonna yeah. see if that works. But it always seems to fall out. I think just the pieces down at the front is key, and also straighten them or curl them. I think like either or. If they're like fresh, you don't, you don't have to do anything else. You could literally scrape your hair back into a ponytail or like a, a, a tight bun and then like straighten or curl the front bits. And then I think you're sorted. Mm, I like that. I'm going yeah. to have to do it. I need to get my hair done. See how long my front bits are. They're so long. It is long. And look, I'm like so dark now. I, I Yeah, mine is as well. I, yours looks so good. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm so excited. I really want to, I really want to go blonde for the summer. So Same. <laughs> it'll be fun. Well, 100%. I, you know, I agree with you though. Like getting, when I actually get ready for the gym, instead of just roll out of bed, throw clothes on and go work out, which sometimes those are great workouts, mm -hmm. but sometimes like, you know, people start to notice me in the gym and then I'm like, I want to feel confident and not like I want to mm -hmm. hide all the time. Cause the more confident I feel, the more confident I'm going to feel in my lifts in just walking around the gym simply showing up feeling like I belong there and I know that that's mm -hmm. silly I know hey some people might make fun of me for doing that I don't care you can make fun of yeah. me for wanting to slick my hair butt back for you know it takes like two minutes and then like two minutes to put a tiny bit of mascara on so I don't feel like a teenage mm -hmm. boy right 100% I don't want to look like George Washington <laughs> with my low pony and no makeup you know so I feel like that honestly is another question is Mm. how to feel confident in the gym I'd love to hear your tips on that it's so hard because when you first start I just know that feeling and it's actually really funny because I think where you become so used to being in a certain gym or your own gym I'm like I recently went to London and I went to a different gym and I felt so weird and I really really felt like that that girl that like first stepped into the gym five years ago um and it's still it's reoccurring and it's just crazy to think that but I think the first thing is one thing that always helps me is is knowing what I'm doing when I go in the gym like having a plan and I know that the gym anxiety will like always inevitably be there to start with and it's just you have to really try and just get yourself to go in and tackle it straight like up front there and then um go in at times that aren't as busy um go in maybe with a friend always take your headphones so that you just are kind of in your own space um and like I said I think taking a plan in always helps so much just knowing what you're going to do um even if you go in first and just skim around the gym and go okay right where is everything what am I going to need and when or you can always have a great workout just staying in one place. Like if you really, really need to, to start with, like grab a couple of dumbbells and just stay on the mat for like, even if it's a few weeks, you can get plenty of stuff done there. And then when you feel confident, start creeping into other areas. 100%. I love that. I agree with all of your tips. And anytime I go to a new gym, I feel like the anxious new beginner. Mm -hmm. Everything is like out the window, out the door. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I love that you said, just tackle it. You've got to just like get over that because it will be more comfortable the more you go. Give it a yeah. week, give it two weeks, give it three weeks. You'll start to feel more comfortable. You'll start to see the people that are there going on the off peak hours for sure. That was awesome. Definitely. I told 100%. you. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 
When you first started going to the gym, were you lifting weights or did you start by doing something else when you first went in? No. So I, I actually, yeah, I did. I started lifting weights, which is quite surprising because I think a lot of people start by just going in and doing cardio or doing classes. I think the one thing that I, I don't know why I walked in and I thought I, I've got this. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that the gym anxiety wasn't there, but I also had that. Re- I was really lucky that I had a boyfriend who was a personal trainer. Yes. So I did have that confidence that, well, if I was doing something wrong, he would come and tell me. Um, but I think that it was actually so good for me because I just went in and just sent it. I just did it. And there like I said, I used to love leg day because it was just so easy. <laughs> like yeah. it didn't mean I used to go into the gym and just flow through the motions. But actually now a couple of years later, I know what I'm doing. I, I lift well. And yeah, I'm not the strongest person in the gym, but I am doing it to my best ability. And I think that starting with lifting weights, you can always start on the machines. I think that's so important. Like don't feel like you have to go straight into the squat rack. There's a leg press for a reason. Like you can use certain exercises as alternatives when you first start. Grab a PT or or even just grab a friend. Like I used to take Whitney Simmons on my iPhone and I used Mm -hmm. to put her down and I used to just watch her YouTubes. And I'd be, I I remember I was sometimes a little bit embarrassed to have her on, on my Um, phone so I'd write down the exercises but I didn't know I couldn't write down the actual names of them because I didn't actually know what it was so I used to pull like I used to put like rope pull thing (laughs) just hope that I know what it meant when I got into the gym and and then you look five years later and it's like oh I I now know what that actually is and and I'm fully confident in a gym so yeah and I think it can be hard sometimes to talk about those beginner times so I'm glad you talked Mm. about them because we all had to start somewhere of okay writing down a workout that we've seen on YouTube or on Instagram or go with somebody who knows what they're doing and they're just telling us the workout to do. I mean, that's how I started. I was with like a group Mm -hmm. of friends and they were like, yeah, do this and do this. And nobody knows what they're doing starting out. And I feel like that is such a thing. And I saw that all the time in the, in the little messenger, like the comments that I wrote in. So many people were like, I am scared or embarrassed to go to the gym because I don't know what I'm doing. And I would say, nobody does. You've got to kind of get over that first awkward moments and get past it. There's even awkward moments now. I'm a little bit more comfortable in the gym, but there's still things where I look absolutely ridiculous and I look embarrassed about certain Mm -hmm. things. But what would you say if somebody is too scared or too timid to go to the gym because they're, you know, scared of what other people might think of them, what what would be some advice you'd give for that? I mean, I, I definitely think you can start working out at home. I think that to get movement in and to get your activity in, I think that's perfect if, if that is your goal to just move more and to get healthier. Um, but if you're that that obviously doesn't tackle then the gym anxiety. So it's as I said earlier, you have to you have to face it like head on. But I do think that working out at home is fine and that and that is plenty. Um I think as soon as you get to a level though where you feel like the weights you have at home aren't pushing you enough don't get me wrong there's lots of other ways we know there's lots of ways to overload um but I definitely think at that point it's the step you should start going into the gym but also remember like you know what you're doing at home it's no different um and also no one cares like I know on social media you do have creepy people all the time and mm-hmm. you do get that now and then but it's so rare it's so rare and the people that are in the gym they're, they're not they're not actually looking at you they they don't mind they they're there to better themselves and that's what you're there to do as well I know I I try to keep echoing that 
And of course, you're always going to get a couple rotten few of people judging. Um, and it's something where even even I in the gym, sometimes I get scared that people are going to judge me for certain mm. things or for doing exercises wrong. And I feel like that's maybe more a reflection on us and our confidence versus imagining what this other person could possibly be perceiving where they're probably not looking at us or probably mm -hmm. not judging us. I know there are some times where creeps are staring. That is a very <laughs> real thing. It's happened to mm -hmm. all of us. And I even yeah. have some stories if we have time, but that <laughs> is definitely a, a thing. But for the most part, I feel like maybe it's more just pulling on our insecurities of us looking for the people. Maybe are they judging us? Are they looking at us? <laughs> where for the most part, I would hope to always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Definitely. I think as well, like everyone that goes into the gym, majority of the time, they're not, they're not coaches. They're not trainers. Mm -hmm. The like, yes. they're just exactly the same as you. Yes. Like, they're just going into the gym. I, <laughs> I love that point. Okay. And, and you know what though? A lot of people like they'll try to act like they're a coach or a trainer, mm. but for majority of the people who are at the gym with you, they're not personal trainers. So mm -hmm. they might not even know what they're doing. And even if they give you advice, they probably don't know. So yeah. you really, come on now. Exactly. Come on now. Yeah. Exactly. I love that point. <laughs> okay. What is advice that you would give if somebody had a bad workout you know when you have a bad workout and you just mm -hmm. you kind of can't get over that feeling like you're a little bit irritated frustrated just not a good workout what, yeah. what do you do oh I know it can be so hard and I feel like a lot of the time you go to the gym to like do the complete opposite to like feel good and like you come out and you feel great and that and that one time that it happens I think the most important thing is is just remember it's one day like this is one time it's it's not going to happen all the time it's so rare that you finish a workout and you think oh that was absolutely rubbish but it is real and it does happen and I think that coming out of it and going okay well like, I made it there like I could have just stayed at home I made it there yes like maybe I didn't push myself to my absolute limit but I moved and I've been active today and I feel like even just getting there is just keeping those habits up um and it's really not the end of the world I think people forget that one day of the same with their food if they go off track for one day that they think that it's gonna completely be detrimental to any progress and the, the way that I always look at it is if I did one workout every month um I'm not going to make any progress but if I do if I have one day off every month again it's not going to be detrimental I feel like people think that that one day is like the be all and end all just get back on track the next day it's as simple as that yeah I love that I love that <laughs> I have no, no like I have nothing I have nothing else to add to that normally I yes I agree yes. <laughs> <laughs> moving on no. but I honestly it's something where I always say like consistency is what matters mm -hmm. most in those instances where you said hey if I only go once a month you know that's I mean you know if that's all you're doing that's fine but yeah you could probably do a little bit more versus if you're missing once a week honestly yeah. I don't even need to say anything because you said it so I'm moving on <laughs> because I agree with everything you say <laughs> my next thing is so what happens if somebody's lacking motivation if do you have any like clients that ever are like oh, I just don't feel like coming or even for you personally when you're struggling with motivation 
Yeah, it's inevitable. It's not always going to be there. And I think that obviously it's as cliche as it is, like it is the discipline and the discipline of knowing that what you can get out of it in the long run. Um, I think the most important thing, like when I have a lot of clients that are feeling like demotivated, I say to them, when you were motivated, like what was it that made you motivated for a start? Like that's the first question. And then secondly, okay, most of the time it's, I was making good progress. I was, I thought I looked really good at the gym. I was really on track the couple of weeks before and, and it just kind of flowed into the next motion. And I think that actually allowing yourself to reanalyze and think, okay, what, what was it that was made that made me motivated then? And how do I realign with that and, and make me motivated now? Um, it's not, as I said, it's not always going to be there. I think it's focusing on the longevity of your results and remembering that like this is a lifestyle change. The same as, as I said earlier, one day off isn't going to hurt. The same as X, Y, and Z. I think it is hard and discipline isn't easy and it's something to learn. Um, the same as creating like new habits. Um, but just remember, like, don't don't like be so harsh on yourself. I think you you get into this like low motivation and then you just are instantly like in like, deep, like you just are horrible to yourself all the time. Like, oh, I look rubbish. Oh, I've eaten so badly. Like, oh, I've eaten crap all weekend or X, Y, and Z. And it's just so not the end of the world. Um, refocus, that's the one thing that I would say. Sit down and focus. What is it that you want to achieve and how on earth do you get there? It's as simple as that. Like you just have to make a map to get to the end. I love that. Writing it, writing it down. Because a lot of times we do get in that negative self-talk, that negative spiral of, mm-hmm. oh, one bad thing sets us off. And then we just kind of seriously spiral into this. Yeah. It can be really dark and it can be kind of hard to get out of it. So mm-hmm. your tip was to refocus. I love that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. 
They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. I think writing writing it down, like you said. 100%. I feel like it then makes it real as well. Like once you've written it down, you're like, oh, okay. And also you realize it's not as hard as you think. Don't get me yes. wrong. I'm not I'm not saying that going to the gym and drinking two liters of water and sticking to your calories and getting your steps. And I'm not saying that that's not that, that, that that's easy because it's not. But I feel like it takes that overwhelming sense away. 100%. Like every yeah. time I jot things down on a list, it also takes off that like anxiety. It's something about seeing it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can do that. I can do yeah. that. It just realigns with everything Definitely. in and I know that that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people listening, especially as holidays come up, as summer comes up. We're going to want to be out. We're going to want to enjoy mm-hmm. ourselves. We don't need to feel guilt. And ultimately, again, it is about a lifestyle, but that's because it's about our life as a whole yeah. picture of this isn't just a lot of times I feel like it can get we can get so caught up. I don't know, maybe just me, but I can get caught up in like wanting to hit PRs and like just focusing on the gym. And I'm like, wait. There is so much more to my life and to mm-hmm. life in general than just the gym. And yeah. I feel like I have to have that reminder of myself of like, get out of it, snap out of it, enjoy life. There's so much more out there. So Definitely, 100%. I have a couple, <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of questions or um, submissions of mm-hmm. email stories I'm oh, nervous God. to read these. So we'll we'll both give our thoughts on these. These are all our girlies okay. writing into the podcast. Oh, that's a long one. Oh my okay, goodness. I'll read this I'm, one first. I'm scared. I'm scared too. I'm going to leave these anonymous. Yeah. Um, so it says, hey, Britt. Hey, my sister and I always struggle with this one guy at the gym. He's a personal trainer that works out there who always wants to tell us all we do is leg or butt workouts because this is the only thing girls do or care about, apparently, he claims. It's so frustrating because we usually do two to three lower body days and two to three upper body days, depending on the week and my schedule, but everything is treated equally. He always wants to put in his two cents, and one day I just yelled, hey, dude, I never asked for your opinion or advice, so leave us alone. I didn't get my biceps from squatting, so back off. <laughs> LOL, <laughs> men. Love your podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Unsolicited. Just what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Ew. That's literally my thought. Like, I don't understand why. Firstly, how can you have the audacity to go and speak to someone and, and say something like that? Like, does he think he's joking? Like, do, does he think he's being funny? Or is he being I think serious? Yeah, so. I, I think he like thinks it's funny. You know, I don't know though. I've had a guy say that to me too. And he's like, oh, I've only seen you train legs. I'm like, oh, well, you're paying enough attention to notice that you can't notice me when I'm hitting yeah. upper body. Like I train upper body more than I train legs, which I should Yeah, because done. I love back. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. back day. I actually hate legs. <laughs> me too. I'm like, okay, bro. I've had somebody say that to me before. And I was like, that's like, you're literally noticing that much about me. Like, that's weird. 
but ew. I feel like I feel like that's just so like typical from some like yeah. from like a sleazy personal trainer. <laughs> like I know I know I'm a PC, but like I just think that's yeah. so like sleazy. Like, ugh, bye. Like, no. did, what, was that like his conversation starter? Is that what he was trying to like open up the conversation? Like, let me insult her, and then yeah. maybe she'll ask for my number. Pfft. Yeah, yeah, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Gym girl talk. Greasy PT story. Oh no. Us, us personal trainers are getting dragged through the mud. Oh no. Okay, it says first off, I love this podcast. You have become a part of my morning commute and I must say this is my favorite podcast I'm listening to. Okay, freaking oh. love ya. Okay. So this experience with a personal trainer happened when I first joined the gym years ago. The personal trainer was friends with my friend's boyfriend, so this is how I found out some of the details and why he did the things he did. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, <clears throat> to set the scene a little, the training session was one of the free ones offered when you first join a gym and they usually pair you with the random trainer. This trainer was one of the more experienced trainers and saw my tiny black and white member photo, so he requested to train me. The session starts normal, and he insists on training legs, which was fine because my form with lower body exercises suck. (laughs) He was a a knowledgeable trainer, I'll give him that, but once we got to our cool down, he decided to help me stretch. No. (gasps) No! No! (laughs) Not ready! This involved having me lay on the ground, him kneeling between my legs, pushing my legs against his body, and then push my legs outwards against his arms, with him still partially on top of me. Now, I'm not an expert, and those may be legit stretches, but I know a plethora of other stretches that did not involve another person. I didn't say anything because I didn't know what to say about it, and he was insanely cute, which definitely made me not clue into how odd this was. Later on, I find out from my friend and her boyfriend that he, number one, only wanted to train legs because he could see my bright red thong through my leggings. Oh! (laughs) And two, never stretches clients but wanted to see what I would look like laying down like that. Joking. No. So now... She says, so now I buy a different brand of leggings. I don't own any red thongs and do not trust the intention of gym boys. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, what? whoa i feel like i feel like these gym men are just really really making like a bad name for male pts yeah like i mean i think the fact that she knows now not to wear a red thong i mean at least she knows that now yeah and no one make that mistake because we we know how that goes down but those stretches that's just embarrassing why would he do that i feel like also I don't know, like as a PT, I'm always on the side of like, hey, are you okay if I touch you? Or if I do, it's yeah. like very simple, like here's the muscle. I'm not a hoverer, like I don't want, I'm like anti-touch, like I'm always asking permission. That is like such an invasion of personal privacy. It mm-hmm. sounds like they're both young and like, you know, she thought he was cute, so she's like, oh, but still like, oh. I feel like as well, like if if he was cute, like that then, makes you feel like it's okay do you know what I mean I feel like at first you're yeah like, like oh, okay well this is fine yeah because I think he's but, cute but then you're like actually no like this is not okay no it's like especially just being right in between her legs yeah could you not just be at the side yeah like, if, if you wanted to if, if you were going to stretch anyway like just sit to the side it's yeah just not well, appropriate it sounds like it's like 
you're on your back and you're like doing the air straddle yeah you can do that sitting down sitting. by yourself yeah. with your legs straddle and you lean over so you can do yeah. the same thing you don't need anybody <laughs> touching oh, you God. No. oh sorry about that no oh yeah that's a no okay next one gym story so there was one time I was squatting at a squat rack, and when I finished my set to take a break, I looked behind me, and this personal trainer is staring at me and smirking. I was so uncomfortable and grossed out, so I just start, so I just stared at him until he stopped. Never seen him <laughs> since. <laughs> Why oh, are all great. of these personal trainers? But dang, yeah, <gasps> stare right back at him. Mm-hmm. Make him feel uncomfortable. Yes, that is that is definitely the right thing to do. Yeah, but I feel like if you stare, sometimes they might think that you want to talk. Oh, you got to have a mean, I mean stare. Then you got to be like, the, yeah, yeah, uh, like leave me alone, leave me alone. Stare, <laughs> not the friendly. Oh okay. god, why? Why is everyone so sleazy? I know. What's up? I, is this a thing in the UK? Maybe it's just American personal trainers. <laughs> no, this is no, definitely worldwide. this is definitely the yeah. same. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a a not like a joke, but. You know, it's just like one of the, what do they call it? Like a stereotype? Yeah. Sad. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely a stereotype here as well. Definitely. Okay. Gym girl problem. Here we go. Hey, Britt. I dropped part of this question in your question box, but it was too big. Okay. So this is about how men don't respect boundaries and feel that they can approach women and do whatever they want. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I was benching and this guy came up to me and said, I had to tell you, I think you're pretty. And I said, oh, thank you. I have a boyfriend. And he said, that's okay. And continued to try to get to know me while I was between sets, dot, dot, dot. Then he asked me if I'm on social media and I said, no, that's okay. And he finally left me alone. I think it's cool if a guy says something like, you're killing it or hey, I like your shirt. But flirting is a huge no for me. By the way, I've been loving the podcast so far. Thank you for sharing it oh it's it's so hard as well because I I suppose like was he just trying to be nice but I feel like at the point when she then said like thank you she was kind and she was pleasant like yeah thank you but I have a boyfriend like she's got it in straight away like good for her for saying that I feel like I feel like at that point he should have gone okay thanks for letting me know like bye yeah kind of like back off I don't know some guys think like boyfriends don't mean anything but I know like we're very loyal so why would a committed relationship mm. not be a committed relationship I don't know why he must have thought exactly. he really could have pulled her but no first of all not appropriate but I I don't know what it is about I feel like it's hard for girls because when we are taken like I'm very married with a freaking kid I am very off limit yeah but when it's hard because I don't ever want to be mean to somebody because a lot of people, if they hit on me, I, they don't know I'm married. They might not know I have a kid. So it's like you want to be polite, but then like she was very, very polite at first. Yeah. But then when they keep pursuing after yeah. them, it's like, do you want me to be mean now? And then you can go tell all your friends how mean I was. You know how it like yeah. gets flipped or I just. I yeah. And then it's that. and then it's your fault. Yeah, yeah it's your and fault. She's is. so mean. Don't talk to her. It's like. Dude, yeah. then stop. Like, leave me alone. hundred you know? percent. It's tough. Yeah, it is. I think she was, I think she did the right thing. And I think he should have left. Yeah. That's a bummer. Alrighty. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
gym girl talk. So I absolutely love powerlifting and lifting heavy. It makes me feel so empowered and honestly so badass. I grew up with two older brothers, so lifting is kind of in my comfort spot. I can't help but feel sometimes it makes me less feminine and is a turnoff to some guys, which is so stupid and it's just me falling into stereotypes. I know it's just me being in my head, but just wondering your thoughts on this. Am I the only one who feels this? Can't wait for Wednesday. Love, love this one. Yeah, 100%. I think... I think again, like when you said earlier, I think that's your like internal kind of like blanket going, oh God, am I this person? I think you see, I think you see so many things on social media of people saying like women who lift weights, who look bulky are so un, like, I don't know, unfeminine. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, I think it's so amazing. I literally look at people and I'm like, I want to look like that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't see in any way shape or form how someone else how someone would find that unattractive because in my personal preference and my personal opinion and the way that I want to look about my like I want myself to look that is what I think is attractive and I think you have to remember that not everyone thinks that you are attractive or not everyone yeah you're not for everyone like and like it's similar in a lot of other things the same with I don't know for example Gymshark isn't for everyone not everyone people will prefer other brands that they wear and I think you just have to remember and sit there and think I'm I'm doing this for me and if this is the way I want to feel about my body and the way that I want to look then that is so be it and and also you can change that do you know what I mean? If it is, if it is something that you don't like, if eventually you can do other things to change that. So, if that's what you enjoy doing, I think so be it. You do you. I love that. Always, always. I totally, mm-hmm. I totally agree. And it's also like, if that's what you enjoy, and if you're dating, why would you change yourself for just possibly mm-hmm. with somebody else? And if you're super into the gym, you're gonna probably want somebody who's also kind of into the gym Mm -hmm. so they will naturally like that darian loves muscly girls i'm yeah but he knew that marrying me (laughs) you know what i mean like it it's something where again just like how you don't find everybody attractive not everybody's gonna find you attractive and Mm -hmm. i feel like as a female we always think we need to please everybody and and make everybody happy and be accepted by every Mm -hmm. single person and coming to the point where you realize that that's not realistic, you're not going to please everybody, somebody out there is just not going to like you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. as like mean as that can sound. I feel like when I came to that realization, that helped me let go of a lot of peace and pressure that I held that I needed to be everything for everybody but myself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, yeah. like you even said, Hebe, it's all about what we want and being that for ourselves where if this makes you happy, hundred percent stick to it and also I know I kind of feel that though sometimes I will feel I'm like dang I do look a little bit too muscly like at times I do have that type of self-talk but then I realize this is what I've been working for this is why I'm at the gym trying to get stronger is so that Mm -hmm. I can have this physique but even a little while ago I like took these photos of myself and I was like, dang, I look like way too like muscly. I'm not going to post them. And it took me like, that was like a split second. And then the next second I was like, what the heck am I talking about? Like this is 100% the reason why I freaking lift. Mm -hmm. I've been dying to have this freaking tricep muscle, my shoulders and my back built like this. Like this is what I freaking have been working for. So I'm like, I 
I even have that where sometimes I'm like, it, it does make you feel a little bit unfeminine. And, you know, maybe clothes don't fit exactly how they would if you weren't as built. So I do totally understand that point of view because that's something I even feel with at times. Do you ever feel mm-hmm. that? I think sometimes, I think the only thing that kind of resonated there was like you said certain clothes don't suit like I think you do put clothes on and you're like oh actually that looks just a little bit odd or "Mm." Uh, but I think that at the same time I think you're right it's a split second because it's actually really funny because you probably uploaded that photo and someone like me probably was like oh my god she looks so sick like that is such a good photo and it's so funny because it's actually all the people around you think that you look sick and like at that time you just go oh like no I I I don't really feel that good but I definitely think that it's the the clothes thing definitely resonates I think sometimes you put things on and you're like "Mm, I thought I was gonna look really cute in that but actually yeah it's it's not it's not so cute anymore um but that's that's the whole part of it and you'll find things that you suit again so I think that's always the way to think yep yeah some some of the like frilly girly dresses I'm like is this me you know but that also has it also comes from like a sense of style too you know so yeah I think I think owning your feminine energy whatever that is is going to be like the best and most empowering thing to you and that's going to be attractive when you're fully confident in in who you are so building that definitely yeah all righty we got a couple more hey guys first off I'm obsessed with lifting and getting stronger I'm putting on some good muscle, but my question is, is there a point where you can just kind of chill? At what point did you decide you are content with the weight you're lifting and begin to take it easy? I'm afraid that in a few years, I will be extremely ripped if I keep on track of what I'm doing, which could be great, but also I don't want to look huge. I know this is something that girls say a lot, but as somebody who enjoys it so much, is very consistent and tracks macros, I don't know where this will take me. I guess my question is, what do you do when you feel content and just want to maintain without tracking and everything that just goes with goals? Thanks. Love you so much. I have some thoughts on this, but go for it. I think that firstly, going into intuitively eating is probably like the the number one step that I would take. I think people, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, you're, you're just amazing. Keep going. Um, I think probably like taking that step into intuitive eating is, is really good because I think that's a really good lifestyle switch. I think that is when you're at a point when you are happy maintaining. And that doesn't mean that you can't go back into tracking. Like you can hop on back to it as soon as you need to. Um, but I think you'll find that that will come really naturally. I think that your metabolism as well will be really like clued up as to what you currently eat and I think that you'll find that actually it's very natural for you to eat in that certain way um I don't think that you need to stop progressing in your lifts I think the most important thing if you if you wanted to put on muscle is likely you're going to need a bit more of a surplus like you are someone who is an experienced lifter so yeah I would say that start going on to intuitive eating do what you enjoy and if you do find that it's potentially I don't know you're feeling a little bit bulky and you you don't want to there's so many different there's so many different things you can do to help around that but I wouldn't stop lifting because you will lose your strength (laughs) as simple as that you will lose your strength and you don't want to if you love it so much I think that's the way you should go so 100% agree you're such a beautiful soul I love that (laughs) No, hundred hundred percent. I think intuitive eating gives you so much more freedom and just like enjoying it. You don't have to be as strict because you you said, hey, you're a good you're at a good point. Now you're just mm-hmm. gonna maintain. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Building is the hard part. 
Now you're just maintaining, do what you love, like Hebe said, and your metabolism, since you've been building, is going to be on fire because the more muscle mass you have, the higher your metabolism is. So keep lifting so that you can keep a good metabolism. But, you know, you can also, instead of working more toward building of like hypertrophy, you can do more strength. You can do more endurance. You can pick up classes if you like, Mm -hmm. you know, just you, you can just have fun with it. And also your point that you made Hebe is at some point it, it gets harder to build and build, especially as an advanced lifter. Like you have to really push limits at a certain point to keep building and seeing progress. So if you're just chilling in maintenance, just enjoy it and you, you should be yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I love that. This is the last one. This happened to me about a month ago. I was working out and the guy in the squat rack next to me seemed to look over to me frequently and I didn't think anything of it. Finally, it looked like he was coming up to talk to me. So I took an AirPod out and he asked me if I was an athlete or if I was training for anything. A completely reasonable question. I told him I was a collegiate gymnast, but I'm not anymore now that I graduated. When I was done in the squat rack and putting my weights away, he came up to me again and said, you know, it's just so sexy to watch you work out. Ew. (gasps) I didn't know how to answer. I basically just stared at him and he keeps going and says, what, you should have stopped right then, sir. You know, you could be in the mirror putting on a lot of makeup, but instead you're here putting in work. It's just really sexy when you think about it. No. (laughs) No. I've never felt that uncomfortable in the gym. And honestly, I was just close to going home right after that. It's 100% okay if you want to compliment someone, but please do it appropriately. I've had some guys come up to me and say like, hey, good job, or hey, that's some heavy weight, and give me a fist bump. That's okay, but not flat out telling someone you've been staring at them their whole workout. That's a no. That's a no, no. for me, sir. Oh, that is just the worst. That is just so uncalled for like I just don't understand how you have the confidence to actually say even the word sexy like yeah that's that's that's, just too far that's so uncomfortable like that's like that's like you know they're sexualizing you if they're easing yeah like that that, that's not appropriate yeah I feel like if you knew if you know someone that works at the gym there I'd like mention it I'd probably like just slip it in and be like "Mm." like just so you know this person said this and also like if it actually makes you uncomfortable to the point where you're actually like anxious or or you physically don't even want to go to that gym then I think that's when that's the point you need to actually just say something and even if it's just so that they can keep a watch on the person or I know that they can't give any details out to you and, and I'm sure that they probably wouldn't be able to just cancel that person's membership but I do think if it got to a point where it was extreme they would do that yeah you know what I mean I think I think for sure I think definitely tell somebody if somebody's making you uncomfortable, I've had to do that. And it's like really weird and embarrassing because it's like, am I making a big deal out of this? Yeah. But no, like if you are uncomfortable, just say something just so that they, the front desk knows and is aware of it because maybe he's doing this to other people and Mm -hmm. then he needs to just not be in the gym. (laughs) Yeah. And that is as sad as that is like that is really that's just such a stupid thing to say like yeah. it's just it's so unflattering as well like I, like she said like saying other things like oh even if like oh my god you have progressed so well in the gym like you look so good right now like amazing yeah. but just the word sexy is just not yeah that's that was, just weird 
that's a bad bad job I feel like I'd be exactly the same I feel like I would react in the exact same way and just stare and be like uh it's because it's so unexpected like you would never think somebody would actually say that to you because it's not like the roles aren't reversed the girl a girl would never come up to a guy and be like boy you look so good doing that exercise (laughs) so sexy like and even if it is it's like like a tiny girl going up to like a 300 pound man saying that like come on no oh that That is just gross i'm sorry i'm sorry for all my girlies out there i was hoping they're like what we've learned today is just there's just sleazy men everywhere yeah let but there are good ones out there like yours his his name is matt right yeah like matt and darian i'm sure there's some others yeah (laughs) We'll have to do a, a um a good gym story to boost the morale again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think overall, as a female in the gym, like, do you have any parting last advice of either being new or navigating the gym? I don't know. Any other um, last bits? I feel like the best piece of advice like anyone can give is just be patient. I think that's something that I never ever gave myself. I didn't give myself any pay, like I just wasn't patient with it. Um, like for the first time I'm doing like my, I'm go- I'm gonna be going into a bulk for the first time. I've never <gasps> ever done one because I've just been so scared and not yeah. even scared about anything really. I just have always been like, I, I wouldn't say that I was worried about gaining weight or anything. I just at no point felt like I had the focus to do so whereas now I feel like I've just matured a little bit and I'm like no I'm absolutely ready to do it and I think that that is just persistence and being being consistent with everything consistency I feel like is the is the key to everything in life I seriously feel like it is the magic word that everyone needs to know and yeah just being patient um and just remember that like you are you and you're you won't always look how someone else looks like you might see these people that you absolutely love and aspire to be like and as tough as it is to like swallow that pill like you won't always look like them me and you could do the same thing for years and look completely different and yeah I think people quite often forget that so yeah consistency if you're taking anything from it be consistent I love it and I totally (laughs) totally agree is there anything that you tell your clients or told your clients that you're like you know, kind of like your message that you always give them. I mean, it could be consistency, but is there anything that you'd be like, you want these girls on the podcast to hear? Yeah, I think one thing that I tell my clients a lot is quite often we have to take different steps first before we get to the end result. So for example, I have like a lot of girls that come to me and they are on really low calories. They've been eating like such little amounts of food for such a long time. And it's so hard to be true with them and say look I'm really sorry but we need to get your calories up first before we can even focus on that weight loss and it's so hard because you come into this journey and you, you're so motivated at that point you're like no, I am ready like they've signed up for a coach they are absolutely ready to make like the best results ever and then you just have to say to them oh hang on sorry we just need to increase calories first and that's the like a really tough pill to swallow but I think that that is so important remember that sometimes the steps you take before are just as important if not more important than getting the results you can later so yeah I'm I'm screaming at the top of my lungs because 100 <laughs> percent. a lot of times I I see that all the time where people are saying 
you know, I don't know where else to go from here. And it's because they've been under eating so long. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to, like you said, increase calories a little bit. So you may not see the results you want right then and there. You might, Mm -hmm. you might be, you will probably be gaining some weight and even get to a point where start building some muscle so that you can have a better repaired metabolism, then cut from there. But you have to be and start at a good place. I love Mm -hmm. that you talked on that. Thank you. Because (laughs) that's something that a lot of girls just don't think about. They think, Mm -hmm. you know, smaller is better, prioritizing skinny over health. Do you have any thoughts on that, I guess, at all from working with people? Yeah, I think that a lot of people, they they lose weight and then they realize that they don't have any muscles. So they don't actually, they, they lose weight and they go, oh, okay, uh, actually, like, I want to now build muscle. So it's like you get to a point and you're just actually not remotely happy with where you are. You're like, okay, right, where's next? Um, but I think that, I think one thing that I've always been really lucky with myself and, like, I'm a massive foodie, like, I love food and I, and I always have done and I find a calorie deficit really really hard because I love food yeah like I'm I'm not someone who can sit in a deficit for a prolonged period of time because I just love to eat um and I think that that's the one thing that is very healthy about my mindset um but I think one thing like skinny over health I think when you do start a fitness journey I think mindset is really important when you first step in there I think your mind needs to be in the right place and as I said your focus needs to be in the right place before you do anything um and we all know that skinny doesn't necessarily mean healthy, um, especially from a dance background. Like I know, I, I, like when your body is literally your, your, your auditioned on your body sometimes. And, and it's, and it's crazy to say, but I've seen a lot of people struggle with things like that. And they're the most unhealthy out of everyone I know, because the, 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 I don't know, patterns that they have and the habits that they have are so, like negligent of their body um and yeah I think as hard as it is increasing calories will always be the best thing for you at that point yeah well I love that thank you so much (laughs) I have one last question for you and I (laughs) love to ask everyone who's on is what's one thing you would tell your younger self um I think just like go for it I think that in everything in life you have to take risks and I I do truly believe like as like cringy as it is Matt is really that way and I'm really the opposite so I've I've always been a very anxious person I don't think people expect it of me um but I I had such bad anxiety when I was younger like I just was awful like my poor parents I think oh god what they had to look after um but Matt is so the opposite he is literally a like he's just so positive he literally I feel like he just has pluses like flying out of his hair he's literally <laughs> just so positive and I feel like if it wasn't for him I wouldn't have taken those leaps and as as much as I wish I'd done that myself just having that person there to like push you forward I think that's what I would tell my younger self before I met him just take those risks because so much comes out of it and even if the tough times are difficult like before I think they get so much better everything happens for a reason so yeah yeah such a, such a beautiful soul do you have any <laughs> no really I I don't want this podcast to end is there anything <laughs> you want to make sure you say is there anything that you're like oh I wish you know something anything you want to make sure that you say um, I don't know I think just 
be positive I think that's the most important thing I think in every aspect of life just try and see the positive in things and that doesn't mean that days are not going to be shit because they are (laughs) but at the same time I think just see the positive in everything lifestyle wise mindset wise and and gym wise as well um but yeah the more that you go to the gym the better you'll be and the the results will come with it so yeah just be consistent (laughs) yes consistency positivity um patience all of yeah them. there mm-hmm. we go positivity consistency patience we love it there we go yay well thank you so much for coming on my girl chat episode i i've learned a lot from you and i've really enjoyed being able to finally meet you and just chat yeah and you i it's love it so fun i know it's <laughs> so fun having a podcast because i'm like now i get to talk to all the people i want to talk to whereas yeah. like just messaging you know it's not it's not the same just dming and i'm not gonna be like hey do you want to facetime yeah <laughs> you know so it's like it's so nice to be able to actually meet you i would love to come to the uk sometime so if i'm ever over yes there, definitely shooting you a message i would 100 absolutely love that and Seriously, thank you so much for coming on. You're such a bright light. And the girls are going to love hearing from you. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Um, So at Hebe High MPT. So that is my apps for both um, Instagram and TikTok. Exactly the same. Awesome. And I'll have those linked in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so (laughs) much for being on. And you guys, we'll talk to you next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.